do better. Welcome to Do Better Podcast, a digital content hub from Asade, built for minds interested in doing better. Knowledge ideas, perspectives, and research insights on topics that matter. Business advice for better decisions and growth. Latest on the world of innovation and ideas. A look inside a global world beyond borders and an open view on social challenges. You can leave your comments and suggestions on dobetter.isade.edu. Hi, I am Maria Jose Parada. I am a faculty member uh, at the Strategy and General Management Department, and I am a member of the ESADE Entrepreneurship Institute. And we are here today with Professor Leif Malin, who comes from Yon Shopping International Business School, and he will share with us uh, what family business owners experience when they exit the business. Leif, thank you very much for being uh, with us here today. It's a pleasure to have this conversation with you and I would like to start with a couple of questions regarding how do family business owners feel when they have to exit the business and what are the dynamics that happen between different generations. So probably one of the first questions that I would like to ask you is what does owning a family business means for its owners? Yeah, great to be here. Uh, talking about meanings of ownership, uh, we have done a lot of work on that and uh, we have developed a framework that we label the logic of family ownership. Uh, and uh, that logic uh, contains like seven dimensions. And the first one is about uh, the concentrated ownership and the visibility of owners comparing with listed companies where a lot of invisible uh, owners and here in the farm business it's easy to identify which the owners are. The second dimension is uh, about the stability in ownership uh, and, and also stability in management, holding management positions. Like a family CEO uh, tenure could be like 15-20 years uh, uh, compared with a listed company where maybe it's five six years in average. Uh, and also that the owners stay over generations. Uh, and uh, that means also it's stability in power, meaning that the power of decision making is concentrated on the same individuals over long periods of time. The third dimension is about the long-term orientation. It's about like investing for the future. Investing for the future could be a time perspective of like 20, 30 years, uh, focusing on investment, product development, innovations, and so on. But it's also uh, like a long-term orientation looking at the transgenerational development of the firm that the next generation eventually will take over. Then uh, <clears throat> we also include here the flexibility in governance structures. It's about, uh, also about the informality. It's about flat organization. It's about fast decision making. Uh, it's also about uh, skepticism towards uh, capital markets, meaning that they uh, don't like to be controlled by banks. Uh, they are hesitant to become listed, even if many are. Still, they don't want to have that publicity that uh, being listed means. Uh, and I think uh, the most important and final thing is about uh, the bonding and emotional attachment, the identification with the business. That's very interesting. So to continue with the conversation and basically uh, looking at the paper that you just recently uh, worked on related to ownership, exiting, and how they feel emotions, 
what may owners of a family business firm experience when they exit their business with whom they have been working for such a long time and also it's part of their identity? As what we recognize in, in our studies is this, uh, it's a loss of something, loss of something that is very important. It's a loss of the identity of the family members, meaning that uh, it's a questioning of who am I, because that's the strong feeling when you are in a family business. Your identity is related to, to the family business. Uh, and then uh, exiting a family business could be done uh, could be forced or it could be done deliberately. Uh, we have been looking also at the deliberate type of exit, meaning that you maybe would expect that you would not be any problems. But even in that case, we see grief reactions uh, that the family members of our, are like uh, mourning the loss of, of the ownership of, of, of the business. And that type of mourning could result in, in severe things like uh, confusion, feeling of emptiness, but also even depression. It could be uh, about sadness, it could be about being angry about losing the business. I mean, it's not always that they're all in agreement of what to do in the family. And that also could be related to conflicts uh, in family businesses. But it's also about, of course, about satisfaction. If you sell a business, if, if I mean, if it's, it's like a little bit bigger business, not the smallest one, yeah. you get some money. And that money could create satisfaction. You could, you could start a new type of life, maybe. Uh, and it's also about new opportunities, entrepreneurial opportunities. Uh, and it could also be about uh, being uh, as liberation of ownership, being uh, uh, not having this responsibility anymore, and, and maybe sleep better at night, as we used to say, that family members may have problem with. You were talking about uh, the conflicts that may arise between probably generations now when we think about selling the business and the identity they have. Uh, to what extent did you see in your study that this was something that was worth to discuss about, given that uh, probably the lack of communication can be a big problem if they are not able to express their feelings towards what the, fa the family business means to them? Yeah. I mean, first, losing ownership is, uh, is a problematic process for, for the owners, the, fa the family members. But uh, then it's also about losing relationships. I mean, it, it could be conflicts about selling. It could be conflicts, and I'm old conflicts between siblings that comes up to the surface in, in, in dramatic situations like this. So we found out that uh, the exit could be I mean, threatening the, the relationship within the family. In our case, the father and the sons, uh, they lost their relationship. I and mean, it was uh, the, the love between them disappeared. And it, it was like a very dramatic process. Uh, probably one key question that I would have myself if I would sell my business is, what do I do after I exit my business? What do I do with my time? What do I do with my money? What did you find in your study about family owners exiting the business and their activities afterwards? I mean, this, this liberation of ownership, that was an interesting result. That in the beginning, it was dramatic, it was problematic, and, and there were also tensions within the family. But in the long run, there was some sort of liberation of ownership. And uh, that then could then be used 
positively in, in the long run, uh, using uh, money and time for investing in, in new businesses. And I think that is the most common result of exiting a family business is that they are not leaving the business world. They are coming back in, in new ways and in new constellations. What we used to call serial entrepreneurship, that they continue investing in new businesses or like if there are number of members, siblings in a family, they could invest in different sectors, but building up a common like holding for that, meaning that it's a portfolio type of entrepreneurship that they go into. So I mean, it's not about selling the business and playing golf or something. So it, this is very interesting because probably this takes us to the idea of a family business versus a business family, right? Yeah. Even if you exit one type of business, probably you can continue being a business family, engaging in different entrepreneurial activities, as you were saying. Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in, in our case, I mean, uh, they, the, the different members, they saw business opportunities in the long run, even if maybe they were not coherent as a, like a business family anymore because of the conflict related to the exit. And probably another question that I would have is, what could be the learnings or the takeaways for business families and practitioners? What we used to talk about uh, related to succession in family business, for example, is the, the importance of open communication. And of course, it's the same here. I mean, if you start to talk about exiting a family business that you have, have been in the family, in our case, have been in the family for six generations, then you need in advance to sit and talk about what are the possible implications, both positive and negative, of selling the business. So that you are aware of like, the type of grief and mourning process that may appear after you are selling something close, as close to you as, as a family business. Uh, and also to understand the power of the meaning of, of ownership in a family business and the relationship to the meaning of life for the individuals in the family. This is a very important point because basically the family business is part of the life and the identity of the business, mm. so, uh, of the family. So mm. thank you very much for this conversation because I think it adds a lot of interesting insights for family businesses or business families who will be in the process of exiting their businesses at some point in time. Mm. Thank you, Leif. Yeah, thank you. Nice to talk to you. If you still want to learn more, remember, you can register on our platform, dobetter.asade.edu. That was all for today. Until next time, thank you. Do Better.